Welcome to the Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. All right, welcome back to the Sojo Show, everybody. Jen, it's my turn to ask you a question. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, snort. Stop, ask, go. I will just have everybody know that Jen has been a Uh very bad influence on me before this episode. No, like she has been legit. She's been a very bad influence. She has tainted my mind <laughs> with images that will never be removed now. <laughs> we'll put a little bit at the end, maybe, but not like anything inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, because it was a little on the inappropriate side, but we're just girls here hanging out, so it's all good. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was so, going to say something. I was going to go on, but I'm not. I'm going to stop. Just okay. let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's, let's move on. That's probably the best thing because I don't want you to taint anyone else's mind. Let's, let's move your, on. Well, we're together. Like, yes. like if you're listening, we're sitting, next, we're to sitting next to each other. And if you're watching us on video, which you may not be because mm-hmm. we don't ever <laughs> go but, out there, but, but maybe, maybe, maybe YouTube. We'll see. We well, can see that we're together. We are. Isn't that fantastic? So when that happens, sometimes. Things go a little off the rails. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit, you know. I, yeah, and at our age, I can't believe we are still doing this. But but it's good. At our age, where did that come from? At our age. Uh, well, hey, I age okay. is just a okay. number. I'm speaking for right? myself. Okay, speak right. for yourself. I will speak for myself. Sister, I got a lot more life to live. <laughs> <laughs> the best is yet to come. There is no doubt about that. Okay. Okay, so anyway. we are really going to get serious here. Yes. And I have a question for you. So, okay. so you are a doctor. You're actually a pediatrician. Ooh, is that the question? No, that's not the question because the answer is yes to that. We all know that. Yes. Got it. But I want to know what are some things that you tell your patients to do that are good for them? Okay. Well, there's a lot. I have a whole list of things, but well, and just, just Every teenager that comes in or every child really that comes in, everybody who comes in, I tell them there's five basic healthy habits. And just in general, these are good for you. These are things you need to do. And they just basically include eating healthy fruits, veggies, you know, decreasing junk food, all that kind of stuff, drinking lots of water as opposed to sugar drinks, um, getting exercise on a regular basis. I give them parameters for that, getting good sleep again, give them parameters for that, depending on their age and limiting screen time, which is a really big deal. And I get parameters for that. So I get parameters for everything. But the interesting thing is, okay, so those are all things that are good for you. We know this and you've all heard that. That's nothing new. But the interesting thing is that sometimes I've been practicing now for 24 years, 24 years this August. And sometimes the things that are good for us, like the recommendations that are made actually change Mm -hmm. over time. Over the last quarter century that I've been practicing medicine, some things I used to Say now, some things are are the same, but some things I used to say are good for you tend, you know, we tend to have learned more and we shift a little bit. So, so in general, medicine sometimes can shift as far as what our recommendations are. And certainly society as a whole can shift Mm -hmm. as far as what's good for us Mm -hmm. and just what's good in general. So 
Okay, that was probably more than what you wanted, but that's something I found really interesting recently. We've gone through, I've gone through a little bit of a shift of a learning, a new learning curve, a new learning shift on um, on keeping your body's healthy. Part of that is because I am old. Okay, so there, I just there, I got her to admit yes, it, guys. Yes, yes that's because I'm getting older and I've started to do more research on it and more research on how to help my patients stay healthy. And in doing that, in doing that, I realized that some things that I thought were true before and were good for me may not necessarily be as good for me. So, yeah, so we shift and we change and we, you know, we move along with the flow. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, and the reason I asked this question is because we are still working through the fruit of the spirit and today's fruit is on the fruit of goodness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what's good for us is a little bit different from the spiritual fruit of goodness, but if we can start thinking in terms of what actually is good, like how do we define that? So I know you did this part of the study, Jen, tell us just a little bit about what this word really means. What is it that we're after when we define something as good? Sure. Well, goodness is as far as the fruit of the spirit is very similar to kindness. So they're very similar fruit. There's somebody who quoted Rife Richard quoted, goodness is love in action. So the difference in the root words between kindness and goodness, although there is some crossover and some similarity, goodness is more, almost more aggressive. If you can say that it's more active, it's more doing uh, than kindness is. It's, it's just more, you know, it's more what we, uh, you know, what we do. Now, I I will say this. I mean, remember, we all know that actions are not what save us, right? So our doing is not what saves us. It's only the grace of God. But this fruit of goodness, as it develops in us, we it's almost more of an outward manifestation, even than kindness. Kindness, you can show kindness, but in showing kindness, you're doing good, Mm, right? right? So there's this, there's this kind of correlation here. Well, and just going back to last week's podcast episode on kindness, we talked about the kind intention of God's heart. And so I can totally see the distinction that you're making, whereas kindness is more of a heart issue, a softening towards someone, you know, it's like not having those barriers up, but it's letting someone in and feeling things for someone. That's kind of the whole aspect of kindness, whereas goodness is taking action on that Mm-hmm. And actually doing something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it all, of course, comes, it's a, it's one of the characters of God, mm-hmm. and as all of these fruit uh, are. And one of the things I did when I was looking and I was researching the, the word goodness, and it was a little bit surprising to me because I knew the story, but I didn't realize this one little word was in there that made a big difference in how I thought about it, was the story back in Exodus. It's in Exodus 33. When God passes before Moses, so it, the the story is that if you were to read it, it says that uh, the Lord said to Moses, you know, you have found favor in my sight and I know you by name and Moses requested, please show me your glory. And so then God responded, I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you my name the Lord, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And then he said, you cannot see my face for man shall not see me and live. And the Lord said, behold, there's a place by me where you can stand in the rock. And when my glory passes by, you'll stand in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand until I pass by. So the, the point of this is, is that, of course, God is, his glory is so great 
that we cannot look on it in our humanity as the created or else, I mean, according to this passage, we will die. But the characteristic he chose to use, that God chose to use is goodness. Mm -hmm. I make all my goodness pass before you to think that God is so good that he is so good. You know, when a God is great, God is good, right? But to think that God is so good that if we were to see his full goodness, we would not even survive the experience Mm -hmm. is amazing. And it's Mm -hmm. so cool. And it puts a whole new aspect and a kind of a a bit of a respectful and terrifying Mm -hmm. aspect to the word goodness and what that can mean in our life. Yeah, that's really true. I mean, to relate the word goodness and God's goodness to the word glory, because glory, I mean, you imagine something so magnificent, so bright and powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, and to to think that it's his goodness that is his glory. Wow, what an amazing God we serve. You know, that that really is just mind-boggling to think about. Um, to kind of throw a wrench in this conversation just a little bit, you know, thinking about the fruits of the spirit as demonstrated in our own lives, and goodness is being one of those. I am thinking of, about the psalm. In Psalm 37, where he says, trust in the Lord and do good. Mm-hmm. So we're told to do good. But the context of that passage, that Psalm is in the face of evildoers and in the face of those who are in opposition to us or in opposition to what we stand for. And I think that that is a really good um just it's, it's relevant to us today because a lot of times when we try to stand up for Christ or be, be salt, be light, you know, be different. We are different in the cultures we live in. And there is a lot of evil around us. Mm -hmm. And when we take a stand for what we believe in, we are, we become like the target of that, whether it's on social media or in real life or whatever with our neighbors, you know, I mean, if they know we're Christians and they're anti-Christ, well, you know, then they're against us or whatever. But this verse has helped me a lot. It's um, Psalm 37 too. I think it is, you know, trust in the Lord and do good. So he's basically saying, continue to do good, Mm -hmm. continue to trust. Don't fret because of the evildoers, you know, just trust that God is, that God is good, that he's sovereign, that he's in control. And from that, we can still continue to do good, even when there's evil around us. Right. So just kind of give an old Testament comparison to the new Testament fruit of the spirit. That Psalm is, I think it just plays in really nicely. Yeah. And you know, sometimes if you're listening and you may be thinking like I do sometimes that good in our today's society is somewhat relative, Mm -hmm. you know, so do good this, this verse says, but Mm -hmm. now in the context of, when we're recording this, good is very relative in our society, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, someone's standard of good may be different from someone else's in the right. world. Yeah. And so I think that tethering it back to that character of God, trusting God, and what does it mean to do good? Trust God and do good. What does it mean to do good? Well, well, I, you know, goodness is the very character of God, basically. So that's the mm-hmm. standard. Mm-hmm. So when I think about what is good in the world, you know, if it's not tethered to the gospel, if it's not tethered to, if it's not the, the very character of God, then is it really good? Right. So it, this brings to mind something I was just thought of it. I wasn't going to share it, but um, Brad, my husband has a, a illustration he uses sometimes in sermons. And it's, it's, if, if someone 
grows up. And so their parents do everything for them and give them all of the things, you know, the benefits of life and good education and, and just really raise them well. And this man, it's a man or woman grows up and becomes super successful, makes lots of money and then, and does really good things for the whole, for, for humanity, does a lot of humanitarian things and a lot of, you know, helps feed the poor and all these kind of things. Okay. But he has cut off his parents. He has no ties with them. He does not think about them. He doesn't thank them. He doesn't. He's he's completely independent from them. He is his own man or her, her own woman. And and is so so when we think about that person, even though he's doing all these good things, quote unquote, is it really? Do we think of him as a good person because he has totally shunned? the the people who made him who he was. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of the same way with us. If we are doing good things, but we're not recognizing them as coming from God mm-hmm. and our ability to do these good things because of God and because of his character and because we're trusting in him, then are they really good? Mm-hmm. Are they really good in the, in the world of the eye in the eyes of the world? Maybe. But we we are different. We're called apart. We have to anchor our goodness and our kindness and all these fruit. We have to anchor it in in Christ Mm -hmm. and in the character of God and in the one who is the entire reason that we have goodness to begin with. None Mm -hmm. of these gifts can be done on our own. We've said that over and over again. If you have the ability to do good, it is not because of anything but Mm -hmm. because of the spirit in you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And just as a starting point to understand what goodness is, because there is a standard, like Jen said, it's God and his character, but just as a practical standard, you know, I'm thinking of the 10 commandments, you know, I mean, right there, there are 10 things laid out very clearly that define what good is and what evil is, you know, lying, adultery. I mean, all those things listed honoring your parents, as you were talking about that, that's what made me think of it you know, honoring your parents is a good thing. Mm -hmm. It's clearly stated in scripture. So if, if we're confused, you know, if we're allowing culture to tell us what is good and maybe we're like a little off base with that because culture is not biblical uh, by and large, you know, just go back to the basics of scripture and let our definition of what is good be redefined by what we find there. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a good way to kind of close us out, knowing that, you know, doing good does not save us, right? It cannot save us. Um, But striving after God, obeying him, knowing what he says in his word, growing in Christ likeness, having that um, communion with God that can only come from the work of Christ on the cross, knowing that God sent his son down that cross that we deserved. And because of that, now we have his righteousness. We, we stand before the wrath, a wrathful God free. And, you know, and it's all been, it's all been satisfied. Mm -hmm. And that allows us to in turn be able to have the Holy spirit growing this fruit within us so that we can then do good. Yeah. And so I will just close out by reading. Let me just turn to the Psalm 37. I just want to leave with this word because I think it's great encouragement for all of us. And my heart needs to hear it again. So Psalm 37 verses one and two, actually it's one through three. It says, do not fret because of evildoers, 
be not envious towards wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. So that's our challenge for all of us listening today. Amen. See you next time. Bye. Do you ever long to connect with other women over God's word? If so, I'd like to personally invite you to be part of our online Bible study community. Sojo Academy is where Jen and I meet via Zoom every week with our global community to discuss God's word, pray, and share what we are learning with each other. In Sojo Academy, you'll get a fresh Bible study every month, as well as weekly meetups, Bible journaling kits, accountability, community, and an entire library of workshops and Bible study tutorials. Jumpstart your walk with God and come hang out with us live this week. Visit SojoAcademy.com and we'll see you inside. (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) You've never thought that? Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. (laughs) Okay. All right. Goodness. Goodness gracious. Great bowels of fire. In honor of Top Gun. Goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <sighs> Deep breath. Oh. Mercy sake. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Are we recording? Okay. We are, unfortunately, we are. We're good. I, I have full control. Somebody's see. All right. Focus. Focus. <laughs> I don't know if I can for a little bit. It's gonna be a minute. <laughs> oh my word. I need a minute. All right. Well, if you get started, maybe <laughs> speak into the microphone <laughs> and quit spitting out your coffee. <laughs> spitting it out right on your the word of God. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>